1: Oh,
2: what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 472 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined by two of the best in the business, Ben Askren, coming at us from the quarantine tomb in the basement somewhere. Maybe it's a basement, maybe not. It's a lot more. Um, I'm isolated. If we just call it a basement bin, like a bunker, it,
1: so, it, it is a basement. Christian, you're right on. Okay, so very good. You're in the basement.
2: FRL, FRL has had a lot of basement broadcasts from the very inception of this show. Was done from my basement, and then
1: really, first, that was the first show. Was it yeah. your your like home basement? first hundred and some shows were from my basement what? That's, where
2: I, that's where my whole setup was it was in a in the basement of my house in virginia
1: yeah i had no idea wow i, I didn't even know that
2: you would have thought it was a main floor operation but no we were in the basement <laughs> then i'm pretty sure willie's setup was in the basement now you're in the basement it is just the ultimate place to podcast the basement
1: yeah yep. okay He's, i so i actually had to um you know there's a guest room right next to me over here uh but then the hallway, and then it was like the kids' playroom. I actually had to put a uh, – we have a sliding door. So first, there's nothing there. Way too loud. Then we put like a sliding wood barn door there. Then the kids, obviously, they don't listen. They open it. They come back here. They act nuts. So now I have a lock on the sliding wood barn door so they cannot open it.
2: Well, you made you made the a uh, critical error by making your basement actually nice, so no one would ever ever want to go into the basement of a. Well, you could barely stand up. It was the laundry. It was unfinished. There's nothing you could do there. So it was a, it was a perfect setup for keeping uh, a four year old and two year old out of your hair. <laughs> uh, nice. So all right, we have a lot to get into today. I'm really excited for today's show. We have to talk about this Jordan Burroughs Franklin Gomez beef that is. Es- that escalated <laughs> even further at Pan Am. We got to talk about Drake Ayala to Iowa. That's huge. Okay. Um, we could talk a little more about the Oregon State stuff, but I want to start. I saw this. Uh, 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 it was a meme on Instagram. I think it was from the the Flow Wrestling uh, Instagram page meme. I want to give proper credit here, but it basically it asked the question Ben, if you okay. had to do a month of jail time to get the NCAA tournament to happen, and you would be able to like go and watch and participate in it, would you do the time?
1: One month. So m- me personally, or could I have someone do it in my stead? <laughs> well, no. Yeah, I would gotta, do it. Listen, I would, I would do it.
2: I would do it too. I
1: would do it, yes.
2: I would literally give up a ra- month. I can't believe it. True, but then I thought about more. I really would have done it.
1: Well, you think about all the people who get joy out of it. You're gonna, you know, you're gonna sacrifice for yourself, and you're gonna give everyone a whole lot of joy. And then, listen, you're gonna be a legend forever, Christian. <laughs> that yeah. was the dude. That was the dude that went to jail to save the NCAA tournament. He
2: literally did time for this tournament. Uh, yes, I, it would definitely be because I think about okay, it would be a, basically a month of my life wasted, um, not. That wouldn't happen. But, you know, you could do some things. We talked a little bit about, like, living in isolation and whatnot. Um, but I think the extended period of time of which I will feel sadness about there being no NCAA tournament will be so much. Will be for years. I think I'll be thinking about this oh, for yeah. years, right? We're going to be talking about this in five years when Spencer yes. Lee is maybe, you know, what, whatever he's doing at that point. Probably trying to make an, uh, a, an Olympic team or something. He's a three-time well, NCAA champion.
1: Christian, mention what you have in here. You're saying, uh, and I haven't heard this, yeah. so I want you to break the news for me. You're hearing bad news about extra years for winter athletes.
2: Yeah, I'm hearing. Uh, I had two different head coaches reach out to me and be like, hey, it sounds like it's not going to happen. They basically told us the spring is going to happen. Winter guys are not going to get an extra year. Um, oh, my God. I So just absolute worst-case scenario for it. Um, just, just robbed of a year, robbed of an opportunity, the chance to, uh, you know, fulfill a So how's that
1: going to work out? Like, especially not going to be a four-time NCAA champion. No, come on, he's not.
2: It's 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 unthinkably sad. Was well, Caleb going to sue or what? Caleb, Caleb yeah, is Caleb, a, he He's assembling his legal team. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. And honestly, I we joke about my son. Um, Taking this to uh, litigation, but I feel like the NCAA could reasonably get sued for this. I think there's like a, a a lost wages argument that could be potentially made from what you know yeah. becoming well, an NCAA champion and and being that and the fact that they could have redshirted. There's there's a lot. Yeah.
1: Well, hold on here. So if but if if the spring sports are out, right? I mean, that's what that's what they're saying. Spring sports are done. We're gonna redo that during the end of the year. Mm-hmm and China's back to work after two months. They, they had essentially a, a two-month shutdown. Why don't we just move the NCAAs to May or June? It's not like they're going to have another tournament there. The spring sports are canceled. I don't. I have no. Listen,
2: I'm about to do a month for this, so I don't care. That'd be fine. <laughs> you already got. You already got the bracket. You just take the bracket. You put the bracket here. Get and them we're in shape. shape and let's go. Yeah. I mean, listen. It sounds easy to me, but I. I'm sure it's far more complicated than that. I'm sure there's plenty of. Red tape they would have to cut through, but um,
1: they're gonna have plenty of time, Christian. They're locked up, bro. They ain't got yeah. nothing to do. There's no other sports. <laughs>
2: Sebastian is no 160 pounds. He's gonna be end up wrestling Alex Marinelli oh. in the NCAA final.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they, they can't. Seb- Sebastian Rivera. Won't I stop I already, get, I already get that fat that fast. He says every off season, "quote I balloon up like a stink bug." <laughs> <laughs> like a stink bug. I think he means wow. a tick, but I'm not correcting. He said you. he said that he has gotten up to 160 and made 125. Same week?
1: Not? <laughs> I don't know.
0: I don't know how long the time no, frame was, but he was like wait,
1: Chris. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, but seriously. So listen, the college coaches in in all sports they can't do any recruiting right now. They're just totally done. There's no sports going on in these colleges. Why don't we just give it like two more weeks? Then see you know see how we're doing. And then let's see that'll be 2 weeks will be April 5 or something, right? Something more in there. Uh-huh. And then we'll say, "Hey, let's do this in mid-May. Hey, let's do this in early June." And then we just do it cuz there's no spring sports. Absolutely. I would I don't I would love that. Yeah.
0: Um coaches still can't make Still can make calls and and texts and stuff like that right now.
1: Sorry, they can't they can't visit anybody.
0: Yeah, they can't visit and no one can visit them. As as tweeted by
2: every division <laughs> one coach <Yeah>. in America. <laughs> For real. Yeah, they're like, Hey, just so you know, I'm still thinking about <laughs> you, buddy. I just there's rules now. I can only text you. So what's up? Uh okay, so the big NCA question, would you do the time?
0: You have a you have a Absol- less yeah. less than one year. Yeah, I got to. This isn't Elizabeth. this isn't for me. It's not it's, it's not, not for you. me. I'm falling on the that guy had to fall on the sword for everybody. That's what I'm doing here. I'm doing <laughs> it for the 330 athletes and the coaches and the fans. Yeah. What, this is bigger than me. Wh- what
2: what is the length of time to which you say okay that's 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 too far? How much time is too much time
1: for in, probably probably a year. Yeah. A <laughs> probably a year
2: ben is not ruling out giving up a year of his life for this ncaa tournament it's probably in the year nine to 12 month range i think you start getting into three months and it yeah. starts to get really it's a different discussion but you know what i'm doing a, a month for you guys uh you think that'd be enough but yeah you, know, you don't want to know you want to know where the line is okay yeah and sorry very bad news about the winter athletes that really stinks and um, there's nothing else to say about it other than it stinks. I'm not trying to. Uh, hopefully, different news comes out, but that's just try
1: to keep Wait, you guys look, informed. Can you correct me if I'm wrong? Okay. All the spring sports are canceled. Like they're yes. they're just their season not not postponed, but their season is over.
0: I'm pretty sure. So, yeah. All the conferences will no- are like canceling everything.
1: There will be nothing going on in in May or June. Right. Why, why like- don't we? Why don't they just put the basketball and the wrestling there? They're gonna to need to put something on TV. Let's start a movement.
2: Why not? Get, Why Minneapolis, not? Minneapolis will be lovely that time of year. Yeah. I oh, mean, absolutely. Yeah. Beautiful. You, you can't beat it. We'll be, we'll be living it up on the lake a couple days before. We'll roll up. Jeez. Now I'm getting excited. Yeah. All right. When's when's my sentence start? Let's go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Report six a.m. first do, thing tomorrow. <laughs> do you get the broadcast from from your jail cell?
2: Oh, wow. You get a Wi Fi connection? I don't know. Charles Manson had like a blog or something. Who's to say I can't podcast? That guy killed how many people? Uh, yeah, Seriously. I think so. I feel like the rights of uh, of, of prisoners is, is not all that bad, considering. Uh, okay. Depends where you're jailed. Depends where you're jailed. Certainly does. Uh, Bracky would know.
0: All all right. I've been to
2: jail many times. Many times. Huge criminal. All right. I want to talk about the Oregon State thing. Couple more names. Uh, I'm not breaking a story here, but I just want you to know the names that are floating about. I don't know the application process, who's applied or whatever, but here are the names. We've talked about Chris Pendleton, Jake Varner. I've heard there's interest. Mike Gray, Ethan Kyle, Jordan Lean, Adam Hall. So a laundry list of uh, what I consider very high-quality candidates uh, there. I'm sure there's other names involved. Uh, I don't know if all these guys have applied. Maybe they've been reached out to. Maybe they're interested whatever those are the names i'm hearing uh thoughts on that list
1: uh i mean i'll go with i feel like um i'm a statist on this one but it feels like those west coast names like adam hall belong a lot more than the guys who are east coasters like mike gray like mike gray in oregon i don't it just doesn't sound right i don't know what to tell you yeah i don't think like, so either yeah i don't i can't imagine maybe, mike Gray would want that yeah, Navy just opened up. Well, like you told me Mike Gray's at Navy. Like, oh, that sounds like, that sounds pretty good. Like, that makes kind of makes sense. He was at Cornell, a really prestigious academic institution. Now he's going to Navy. Like, I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, Pelton, obviously, I think is going. A- Adam Hall was a really good one. That was one I did not think of. I think he yeah. would do a great job. I didn't either. He's, uh, I, th- I think he's he's ready. Yeah, and he seems to be doing a good job at NC State. He's fr- from the out in that area, he wrestled at Boise State. Um, Ethan Kyle, you know, kind of a, uh, a smaller name, but he's been out in Wyoming forever, so no, knows the territory. Um, Jake Varner, I don't know. When you put that name up there, it was like, uh, maybe I'm being mean here, but I feel like Jake Varner is just that really big, intimidating guy who stands in the corner and doesn't say much. And uh, I don't know. I, I know. I know literally nothing about his coaching skills
2: yeah i don't I don't either but you know you could you could say that that kale is a little more subdued in the corner as well and he might be the yeah it's probably the best coach there is absolutely but yeah so you're right but, um yeah Var d- did kind of surprise me but what made it interesting to to me is if he is interested it's like basically the my the way I kind of view the the Penn State um group is like they're not gonna throw their name out there and something they' taken a flyer on like Casey Cunningham's name is mentioned around everything but to my knowledge he hasn't had hardly any interest in leaving or I think he probably would have gone somewhere else by now I mean he's certainly would have had opportunity after opportunity given what he's accomplished at Penn State so I mean the Iowa State job the Michigan job I I think um, not that Coach Bormette wouldn't have got that but just I don't think his name came up so I feel like for Varner if his name is out there I feel like he is probably um, loosely interested in it, or more than just loosely interested in it, right? Yeah, you would think so. So, curious, but it's um, that's a they'll have a hard time messing this up because they have a lot of really good options there. I, I really feel <laughs> good about uh-huh. about those guys.
1: What I thought you were saying because they have so much time, they got nothing else to do, they could just study the candidates, they can't, you know. Yeah, there's no yeah. rush
2: for anyone because you know what yeah Zaleski, they can't practice. They're not doing anything.
1: Not doing it's, anything.
2: It's a it's a violation of of state and national law. It's
1: it's pretty much, much the right. ideal time to fire a coach, just in case anyone, anyone else is wondering. <laughs> it <anyone>? is like <laughs> if you fire someone right now, it sucks because well now the, none of the kids will be running practice. You know they won't be doing practice. There's no one going to recruit. Well, hey, no one can practice right now. No one recruit can recruit right now. Like. It's actually like the perfect time to fire a coach, in case you were thinking about it. In case you were thinking about, it. but we're gonna to
2: try to make the NCAA tournament happen in June or or May. So also be ready for that. If that happens, you're gonna to have to really be ready to ramp it up quick. Are we Seriously. hearing anything on uh, Navy? No. I I, th- no, I I think I do think there's uh, I think Mike Gray would be a really good candidate there, like you said, Ben. But beyond that, I don't know who all has shown interest in that. I don't know. A lot of those guys, I could see them having an interest in both. Like Adam Hall, I could see him. Yeah. Jordan Lean for sure. I don't know if Ethan Cow would want. Maybe he wants to like kind of stay towards the western part of the country, given that's just kind of the the territory he he's known. Um, yep.
1: Maybe jo- Jordan would, Lean sounds like a good one.
2: Yes, he seems like a. You know, he'd represent the Midshipmen well. Okay, so that's the Oregon State thing. Maybe we'll get some more uh, news about that. Try to get the. Navy situation figured out as well. That's what we know, which is not much, but it's more than we knew yesterday. So we'll take it. Yes. All right. This Jordan Burroughs Franklin Gomez beef is uh, something else. And I don't know if you you guys have had the chance to watch their Pan Am Championships match yet. I think it was Championships. Wasn't games. Whatever. Yes. This match was was wild. Now, if you remember, rewind back a year. Mm -hmm. These two had a crazy one where Gomez did the thing you have to do to beat Jordan Burroughs in general, which is nickel and dime him, keep it close, keep it tight, snake one takedown, and pray, right? And he got the takedown. He was winning 2-2. This is the match a year ago. 2-2 with 10 seconds left. All he has to do is not get scored on, play defense, which he was able to do for 5 minutes and 50 seconds of the match. And Burroughs sprints at him like a banshee, takes 76 (laughs) shots, 142 fakes, and in the last possible second gets a double leg and takes him down. And he just lets out a scream uh, at Franklin Gomez and takes that match. Okay. So then you're like, whoa, that was a little extra something there. A little little extra pizzazz (laughs) from Jordan. What's going on here? (laughs) Then they wrestle... Last week or two weeks ago, I guess now, and it's it's elevated to another level. So now this match differed in terms of the score. Burroughs maybe he gave up the first point. Um, it was competitive though. I it mean, I it, was. it was
1: two. It was two two into the second. You know, maybe a minute into the second, then Burroughs scored a couple. Burroughs was up one point after at the break. I know
2: that much. Okay. He got a step out really late. Two one.
0: Yeah.
1: But there was a there was a really dice. So Burles
2: was on the clock in the first, and he's driving on a double leg, and he gets a step out, but maybe doesn't, and he kind of stops through mm, it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Gomez spins behind and guts him. It literally could have been four zero Gomez there because Burles kind of like was like, "What the heck?" He yep. stepped out, but that was that kind of freaked me out a little bit because like what. It would not be the weirdest thing for a step-out to get missed and then give a, a continuation or something strange. and So that yeah. kind of was scary. But they make the right call and give him the, um, the step-out point. But then there's he's smacking Gomez repeatedly, like clubbing him hard. He gives up – he actually – he does it once. He gets warned. He does it again. He gives up a point, which I think tied the matchup. We yeah. not put him behind. And so there's a key – it's it's very much as you would imagine. Gomez is actually attacking some, but it's Burroughs on the offense and, and Gomez more yep. looking for reattack uh stuff. And then he gets his double and right into a lace and that blows it open at six one. But then he gets another takedown and the face mush to two hand face mush on Gomez's head. Like just like <laughs> holding him down. It was it was wild. I was like, Oh my gosh, what what is happening? And then Franklin wouldn't shake his hand, right? So, well, we got to get there. So that's just like okay, there's like a there's like <laughs> a minute left at that point, right? There's still plenty of time for wrestling. So they wrestle it out, and Gomez isn't scoring, and I don't think Burroughs scores anymore. And they end up in a little exchange, and time runs out, and Gomez is kind of like on his knees, uh, where he wrestled most of the match from, actually, yep. just like down low. And one thing I said to Brackett is like, what is the percentage of time where Jordan Burroughs' opponents are wrestling on their knees? Because they just don't want to stand up in front of him. It happens so much. But, so Burroughs is getting up to walk back to center because the match is over. Gomez reaches tight. It is up. There's no confusion about the match being over. Because Gomez is already, like, conceited. He's just got his hands on the mat, his head's down. He's not wrestling anymore. Then the thing's up. And he grabs Burroughs' leg. And Jordan just kind of, like, kicks out of it. I'm surprised Jordan actually in that moment didn't do more. And Jordan walks back to center. And Franklin Gomez, who is basically regarded as the world's nicest human, is, like, <laughs> getting chesty with Jordan. Like, like he's kind of swollen up on him. Like, maybe maybe we're about to do this right here in uh, in Canada. Like, just throw down in yeah. Ottawa. And Jordan, of course, is just, like, standing there looking at him. And it's a really tense exchange. And it, it's... For it to get to this level with these two, I, there's something else going on that there's this this intense. Well, you rivalry. think like
1: Frank, Franklin Gomez stole his girlfriend like 15 years ago or something?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I would well, imagine he, Jordan's over that as he's a happily married man and father. <clears throat> I honestly think it is. Uh, if I well, I know for a fact Jordan does not like that Franklin Gomez trains at, at Nittany Lion, and that he's got American. Oh really? Coaches. Yes. hundred percent. He has told me that. So I know he does mm. not, he does not like these guys getting the foreign trade that, that Bexod was there and he was there. There's two of his rivals, a guy that almost beat him and a guy that literally beat him. That not only does that bother me, it also bothers one of the greatest ever do it, Jordan Burroughs. So I'm not a, I'm not yeah. on an Island there. So he does not like that fact. So I don't know if that is an extra thing. I think there's also the idea that Franklin Gomez doesn't—he uh, he thinks he's trying to game wrestling him, which I don't know why that bothers Jordan. That's literally been happening yeah. to him since 2011. Yeah, forever, forever.
1: Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, Franklin is one, one is like literally s- such a nice guy, um, and I guess that makes a little sense with the heat about the Nintelon Wrestling Club. But I, I mean, I feel like I'm pretty well connected. I, I haven't heard anything else. I, I, I don't know anything else about the situation. But, yeah, there is some serious amount of chippiness there. Uh, and I, I feel kind of like with Jordan, um, when these other guys have gotten chippy with him, like a Kyle Dake, like Jordan gets chippy pretty easy.
2: Well, I think in, in many of the cases, I think Jordan, he, like with Dake, he for sure initiated a lot of the –
1: Sure, yeah, yeah. You think
2: about the U.S. Open final in, in 17, and, I mean, he, he – he likes to be right at the line of, like, between physicality and, like, a little something extra. Um, And and he's been doing that routinely. And he's been getting – and also, going back 2011 on, he's been getting dinged for his clubs forever. I mean, he has always been clubbing dudes' heads. And, like, sometimes they won't say anything, and sometimes they'll they'll make a federal case about it. But that's just kind of been a part of his game is that he's, like, got a really physical club that – that he uses from time to time
1: yeah yeah I mean I don't know what else to say about it they got chippy that was fun I'd watch it again for sure I would too and we've we may at
2: the uh if Jordan makes a team which uh and you know Gomez probably has to make the Puerto Rican team somehow but uh, I think he's gonna do that but Burroughs beats Dake uh, we could see it at the Olympic Games which would
1: be hey. uh, would
2: be interesting
1: Puerto Rico kinda of getting a salty team. They got C Bass in there. They got Franklin Gomez. Ethan Ramos, if he would have ended up on the other side of the bracket, he might have made the finals. Because the guy that made the finals uh at uh Pan Am's, no good. Not good at all. Cause right t- Taylor and uh Caralta, Torre Blanca were on the top. Yes. You guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, KG. no. Yeah, no. absolutely. If either if either yeah, if Ethan Ramos is on the bottom, he might be he might be an you know, Olympic qualifier. Three Olympians, potentially, for for
2: Puerto Rico. Jose Rodriguez, too. Oh, yeah. Jose Rodriguez. He is, like, he was a 125-pounder. He was so big, but he technically was. He looks big at 65. I'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. he won
0: a D2 national title.
2: Yeah, at Notre Dame.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, the uh,
2: Burroughs-Gomez rivalry. Hopefully we see uh, an additional chapter. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. He's... (laughs) That's not, okay. We're looking at he's got the Notre Dame, uh um, what's this called roster pulled up here. It's like
1: uh, I always get so confused about how Puerto Rico actually gets their own team because they are actually a territory of the United States. Yeah. They're not their own country. So how do they even get their own team? I don't even. That's one that
0: I, I always get confused about. Well, I
2: don't understand the territory versus a state thing. Like what? I don't know what that all means. What
0: about micro state? enclaved microstate? Enclaved uh, <laughs> microstate. San Marino San is San an, an enclave
2: yeah. microstate, um, which has about the square. I want what is bigger? Or right, we have to put your money where your mouth is, Ben. You got to just make a bet. I'm what a geography has, major. Let's do this. Oh, okay. What has more land mass, Manitoba County or San Marino, the enclave microstate? Uh, it, I, I got to assume it's
1: Manitoba County. I. That would be my It might even have a larger population. It might even have a larger population. All right. I'm going to look up San Marino size. It's right here. Okay.
2: Yeah, here's the area. The area, okay. 61.2 or 23.6 square miles. All right.
1: What is Manitoba? It's definitely bigger than that. Got to be bigger. It's bigger. Manitoba
2: County is. Oh, almost fifteen hundred square miles. It's so much bigger. Oh, dominate!
1: Wow. Geography major, Ben Askren. Not even close. Not just an athlete. All right. Wow. Here we go. Congress can make a territory into a state at any time. So here we. Okay. Here's what we need to do, guys. We need to go talk to Congress and say we don't want Burroughs versus Gomez in the Olympics. We want Burroughs versus Gomez. At the trials. They then convert Puerto Rico into a state and Franklin has to wrestle at the trials. Why not a 51st state?
0: We want Sebastian Rivera in the 57 kilo mix in the U.S.
2: Absolutely. If if he can still do that. Sebastian Rivera by 2024 (laughs) is going to be wrestling Kyle Dake, I'm sure.
0: He did say. It was just like, I got to try to make the weight. I got to try? Yeah, he didn't seem like super confident he was going to make it. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> That's not good. He just made it a couple months ago. I, Sebastian, uh, I think you could still do it, buddy. You made it in, like, December. You made it instead of going to Vegas. I think you could – I would dare say – Watch the interview with him on our site. I know. He blows up like a stink bug, but <laughs> I just I'm, – I'm holding out hope he can make it. All right.
1: Hey, I got, a, I got a unique fact. This is not as good as Alien Hour, but it's, it's kind of funny. You guys want to hear it? Hit it. But – Okay, so Congress can make a territory into a state at any time without getting permission from anyone, but Congress usually waits for a territory to request statehood. Utah, for example, formally asked for statehood eight times over a period of 50 years before they were admitted (laughs) to the Union. (laughs) That's like a desperate ex, that's a desperate ex girlfriend right there who just keeps saying, will you go out with me? And you say, no. And then she comes back again and again, eight times. Eight straight texts. Dang. What are you doing? Look more wow. desperate. Where are you at? Yeah. <laughs> Utah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeez.
2: Come on, guys. You got to You gotta play a little hard to get. Like,
1: fine, oh, I've been, man. You should be like,
2: man, fine, I've been talking to Russia anyways. <laughs> Say something like that. <laughs> then we got to. Can you imagine if, like, Utah was just Russia <laughs> we were just so <laughs> bad about it. We're like, actually, uh, it's kind of a weird thing, but that's actually Russia. Um, we don't we can't make much sense of it either but you know we kind of messed that one up
1: okay uh, Utah got turned out eight times
0: oh that's brutal Puerto Rico should want
2: wouldn't you imagine Puerto Rico would want statehood they would be entitled to a lot more like
0: help someone sent on Facebook they definitely asked for it
2: oh man hook it up Donald J. Trump I think it's time or I don't know that's probably Congress Congress it's time let's let Puerto Rico in
0: no the citizens voted it down according to Michael Mm, yes Flugfelder in the Facebook comments. He's a
2: frequent listener, so I believe him. All right. Enough Puerto Rico talk for now. We can always circle back. If if there's any breaking news on Puerto Rico becoming a state, feel free to interrupt uh, our 2010 talks.
0: Matt Hunt said, we waited <laughs> until Utah had the Sandersons to accept them. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: great. Yes, that was smart. It's like, you know what, what's in it for us? (laughs) Ski slopes, okay, great, but we have Colorado for that. They're like, we have this family, and they are going to be, trust me, they're going to help your wrestling situation. And he said, you know what, enough's enough. Let's let these people in. (laughs) All right. Yesterday we broke down the the 2009 NCAA wrestling championships. It was pretty fun. Um, a couple things we didn't get to discuss, but um, I don't know. We'll have nothing but time to circle back to anything we want at any point in time because this isn't changing anytime soon. Oh, yeah, we forgot quarantine updates, though, before we get to 2010. Do you have any quarantine, quarantine updates? updates. Any, anything going on? We were just checking in on the on life at home, if anything crazy, any changes from yesterday to today, anything.
1: Uh, at my pre- house? Yeah. I convinced my wife to go split some with me last night. That's how bored she was. Wow. Amy I Astrid. said, how let's. Let's go have a romantic date and split split a little bit of wood, wow. and uh, we did it. And it was fantastic. You know That's- what I really enjoy? I'm gonna go deep here about splitting wood, or certain other things. Is like you're at risk of losing a finger or two, so you can't just be like la 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 thinking about whatever. You actually have to be like engaged in the task yes. at hand, so you don't cut your finger off. So you're not thinking about all the other bull crap. You're just thinking about splitting the wood. It's fantastic. Wait, so when you split the
2: wood, you're not? Does that mean you're using like a machine, not a not an axe? Oh
1: yeah. I- I got way too much wood to split to use an axe.
2: Okay, got it, got it. I got yeah, it. Zach Ritchie, he's listening. He uh, he credits. Uh, he's a wrestler, state champ. He punched a kid in the face a couple times. Once <laughs> uh, he he credits his like really strong shoulders because his dad had him uh, split wood with an axe, and they had like mm. a wood stove and stuff. So
0: if uh, it definitely nice. helps. <clears throat> when you got in trouble. At Ohio, like you didn't do enough study hall hours, or you didn't go meet with your academic advisor, some Greenlee made you go do work on his farm. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way that's legal. No, way. no way that's
1: violation. <laughs> allegedly, edit this out. <laughs> allegedly, all it never alleged. it no, But the it was good thing all was
2: volunteer, was no, and no one ever got in trouble, <laughs> so it never came to that. It was just fun times uh, in uh, on the farm. Yeah, farm work is actually uh, kind of fun. Um, okay.
1: Yeah, I agree. It, it you know it just takes you a different place than, than you are, so it's, it's great.
2: So yeah, the, I don't really have any nothing crazy happened. Um, we're using uh, hopefully I, there's no way anyone listens to this that is friends with my wife or our children. But we're using the coronavirus thing as a way to avoid some playdates with some some kids we don't want playdates with. So <laughs> oh, uh, that's sure. so mean, Chris. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sending this to your whole neighborhood. No, it's not mean. Those kids are mean. <laughs> I don't want those kids in my house. Stay out. Oh only, fans. Yeah. Um so we're doing that. Um uh, yeah that's the, that's the main update. Everything anything changed at the Bracky House. Bitcoin
1: up twelve percent today. How about that? Okay. Well just wait for it.
2: Fantastic. <laughs> when people aren't working for another month, we'll see where it's at.
0: Uh Hayden is well, still teething, so that's been a lot of fun. Man. Um No. But just watch TV, hung out and Tried to keep him as comfortable as possible yesterday. I've started watching Seinfeld on Hulu
2: again. I, I highly recommend it. Uh, great show. Have you ever watched it?
0: Uh, I mean, I, uh, I've watched it when it was on TV. I never, like it, like, then? I've never like sat down from the beginning and watched. Uh, I watched a little bit, not not like I was never
1: a regular watcher, but you know, like runs through or something back in say 2004 maybe.
2: Oh man, I love Seinfeld oh. so much. It's really good. You know
1: what? Too. i only want i'll i'll let my wife pick up one show at a time and we you know we watch it and that's only my if only she show splits I wood <laughs> i only got her split with one time I should, that's a good deal i should try that one on her yeah. um no uh the righteous gemstones you ever heard of that i have but i haven't seen it <clears throat> it was it's, it's really fun it's really stupid but i i like stupid humor so you know i i
0: really appreciate it i think it's funny all right, check out The Righteous Gemstones. If you want really stupid reality TV um, on Netflix, Love is Blind. I've heard about this one. Is it bad? It's, it- it's a terrible show, but it's, like, one of those things, like, it's hard to not Kind watch. of car crash situation. Yeah. These people, like, date, like, through a wall. Really? Yeah. And then, like <laughs> Yeah. And then, like, after a week, they, like, propose to people. Oh my God! And then they have like a month to figure out whether they really want to get married or not. Oh it's my a God. total mess.
2: That sounds great. What could go wrong? <laughs> I just
0: see the guy sitting around. He's like,
2: "What if they date for a month? Hear me out. There's a wall. They never see each other."
0: It's uh, what's ne- his name? Nick Lachey is like the host of it. The ninety-eight degrees guy. I don't know which one he was. I think he was ninety-eight degrees. He's the one that married Jessica
2: Simpson.
1: Mm, okay nice good, good good pick buddy hey uh, <laughs> so, oh, oh, Jessica Simpson fan. <laughs> oh not of her music just of you know what whatever got yeah, going on he's married to somebody oh. else though in this show and they oh, like man. co-host it oh hey guys breaking news oh boy russian nationals and Ulan day postponed P- postponed when was it gonna be april April 23 to 27. I thought Putin wasn't letting the coronavirus in. Well, it's funny. They're definitely
2: liars in a dishonest government like the Chinese government. Um, so they're probably lying about how much they have. But we were talking about this this morning as coronavirus is often the topic of conversation now for everyone. But, like, Russia has, like, pretty strict borders. So unlike Europe, which just lets everyone go everywhere and come in and go out at any point in time, I think Russia is a little more... Um, stringent yeah. on who they do and don't let in. And so that yeah. kind of isolationist mentality can have some benefits, right? And yes. it could be, all right. But also there is a strong case that they're lying because they are liars. So take <laughs> you got to take the good with the bad, but hopefully it's not, I don't want it to be bad there, but um, because that is The Russian government, government has, has never to told help. a
1: lie. Give me a break. <laughs> they, they would never.
2: <laughs> not Vlad. Uh Stay safe, Gregory. We're thinking about you, buddy. Stay on the run.
1: Okay. Oh, man.
2: Should we go to 2010? This is a good year for the Askren
1: family. This is a good year. Max won a title. It was fantastic. Spoiler alert. This was. (laughs) Man. (laughs) Uh, They haven't figured that out. They need some help. This was in Omaha. It was, uh, I believe it was a, a nice warm weekend in Omaha. We had a lot of really good matches. A lot of fun. I was not at this one in
2: attendance. I was watching... uh, I wasn't this one. Man, lucky bucks. I'm sure... And I know Ben was there as well. So, this was at the high level. 2010 NCAA Championships... Iowa cleaned up. They won real big. If yes. you scroll up, you can get the team scores. So we're we're going to have – yeah, we, we nope. listen. Feedback is a gift. Uh, that will forever be a, a uh, something we live by here at Flow. And you guys were like, hey, it would help if we had the bracket, to which I say, yeah, that was kind of a no-brainer. Sorry about that, guys. So we're going to have the bracket so you, it's like – a little more visual, but oh, well, nice. we can't have the matches. So we're going to throw that over so, so you can check out the team scores. So 134.5 for the Hawkeyes. Second place, Cornell, 90. For those of you keeping score at home, that's like 45.5 point difference. Iowa State, third, 75. Wisconsin, fourth, 70.5. Uh, Wisconsin right there had a really good,
1: uh, yep. good season. It, good good squad that year. That was the I believe that was the last year Pritzloff was there. I think. I believe you're right because he went to Michigan for a little bit and then yep.
2: Rutgers. How about the staff yes. that Michigan had for a little bit? That there was with, crazy. With Pritzloff and Borbet. everyone's like uh, both these guys are like head coaches and they're assistants at Michigan under McFarland. It's like yes. hammer squad. Um, yeah. So Iowa won big. This was Kale's first season at Penn State. They redshirted. Yep everyone they could um and they still finished ninth because dan valamont did well uh they mm-hmm. wrestled frank molinaro who who got fifth he was uh he was starting to emerge this was the year where he really he jumped levels for for penn state um so yeah started at 125 where early round match early round heat. Um, had Ryan Mango wrestle Andrew Long in round one. Andrew Long, out of the five, ends up making the finals here in a crazy bracket. This bracket had one, two, three NCAA champions in it, I believe. Four? No, with yeah. Nickerson. So you had Angelo Escobedo, champ. Uh, Anthony Robles, champ. Matt McDonough, two-time champ. Troy Nickerson, champ in there.
1: So. I forgot how dominant McDonough was. You know, he, he went 15-0, 10-6, 9 14-3 to the finals. Damn, smashed everybody.
2: He did smash everybody. Now, you have to remember that he hit Cash Coroga unseated in the yep. semis.
1: Because Nickerson had a really bad shoulder that year and lost to Fred Santate in the second round. How about Boston. this?
2: So if you don't know, Troy Nickerson was just the dude. He was the man out of New York and for Cornell. He was an NCAA champion at this mm-hmm. point already. And his shoulder comes out all the time. It would just come out in the matches. And if yeah. it would come out in the match, it would be hard for him to win. And it came out against Santate of Boston, whose basically lone claim to fame was that he won this match. Um but the cool thing was Nickerson wrestled back for fourth. He lost in round two yes. because his shoulder was leaving its socket all the time. <laughs> and he still battled back to yep. the place. Right? I
0: remember that Angel had a really bad shoulder yes. too. And they wrestled for third and fourth and the whole place they were they were both seniors and the whole place gave him a standing ovation. Yep. It was really cool. It
2: it was awesome. Yeah. It's so crazy how like twenty thousand people know that like they don't just know that these guys are seniors and really good in their national champions. They also, it's just understood, it's like these guys have battled so much because Angel was going through a lot of that themself, himself, right, with both having shoulder injuries and they battle back for a third. Just so gutty. And, you know, for, for Escobedo to lose in the semis, you can see that going the wrong way, just like triple dip. What well, I'm an NCAA champion, whatever. That's a lot of pride to wrestle back. So Angel Escobedo, now the head mm-hmm. coach at, Um, Indiana, Troy Nickerson, head coach of Northern Colorado. It was cool to see them. And I'm trying to find uh, Nickerson's path back. He went through – okay, here's his path back. Ryan Mango, really good. Ross Katomer, he was a beast for Blair and then went to UVA. He's now the coach at St. Christopher's. Brad Pataki of Penn State, who had hit a mixer against everybody. Then – Anthony Robles, he beats him 2-1. Yep. He pins Cash Carroga, who made the semis, out of his quarter and then falls to Escobedo. Really gutty uh, finish there. And then for Garnett, or not Garnett, for Escobedo, he took out Sanders, 10-3. Zach Sanders who's a four-time All-American from Minnesota. And then Nickerson. So pretty awesome stuff on the backside. There's thousands of stories like that. But, man, that, some things mm-hmm. like that just stick out. you had a scrappy freshman, Matt McDonough, and Andrew Long make the finals here. Uh, McDonough beating Long for the second time that season. Those two, it was funny because those two had a a, a match in the duel in, well, that was probably November of this season. And you're like, oh, what a fun match. These freshmen are going to be fun to watch over the years. And it was kind of high scoring. It was like a 9-6 kind of match, and they're both taking each other down. It's like, oh, these kids are going to be pretty good. Wrong. They were the two best that year. They wound up being the <laughs> two best that year. Like, just didn't see that coming.
0: Yeah, I
1: mean, I, you haven't. Know, but I, I the craziest. Anthony Bobas took some place this year. Ben, you kind of they sound haven't... like
2: a robot. I don't know what happened.
1: Uh oh. Am I here? Can you hear me? Hey, hey that, that's better. Know. Just alerting the robot. helps. Okay. Go ahead. Well. uh... Anthony Robo took 7th this year, and when he took 7th, not one person complained about how it was an advantage to have one leg. And then all of a sudden over the offseason, he puts in some work, he figures out some techniques that work a little better for him, and all of a sudden, having one leg is a huge advantage. It was like... Oh, my God, the stupidity in this is just beyond my belief.
2: I actually had that down. Like, this was the year where Robles having one leg wasn't a huge advantage, but somehow that flipped because he just got better at wrestling. That is crazy. That is an all-time horrible, horrible take that you can (laughs) say. Horrible take. I mean, is there a a worse take you can have in wrestling than – a wa- that a one-legged person has an advantage over you. You know who has an advantage? People with two legs. People. Everyone has an advantage and disadvantage. You're well, just I, I always
1: confused. say this, Christian. I always say when people try, I said, "Well, name me another good one-legged person if it's such a huge advantage to have such, one leg." And yeah, like, you uh, think because uh, uh, it's not like they can be good at track and field or basketball or anything else. So they would all gravitate towards the sport of wrestling if that was really a huge advantage. Yeah, it's not a huge advantage. It, it's. He made it. The whole point of wrestling is
2: to take your body and yes. turn it into a series of advantages. Ben Asker was not yeah. shooting blast doubles through people and shooting lo- a lot of low singles. You had to make mm-hmm. your body uh, a winner. That's what Robles did. Yeah. So all the winners, just you just got to. This is the worst take. You just got to keep that take internally and not tell anyone because you sound yeah. you sound you sound insane. You cannot present to me a case <laughs> that, that this is some huge advantage. It's, it was wild. It was wild. Oh, I remember, my God. I remember one time Tom Brands was doing this, like, roundtable interview with with these guys. Um, this was, like, right around this time, or in 2011, after McDonough lost to him. And this old guy was like, that wasn't right. There's that, and, like, Tom, like, was so respectful. He's like, no – it's not an advantage he's like that kid is blah 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 blah, blah. It, was, it was really classy but this mm-hmm. guy Tom is like getting totally like that wasn't right that McDonough had to wrestle this guy with one leg and he's like no it, it's fine <laughs> it's interesting as we as we enter and I don't want to step on uh, the conversation we're gonna have about 125 as we're gonna um take the make that little bracket of eight like you suggested
1: oh my god robles, so
2: robles in that field is so interesting because it's like it's easy to say. I kind of think he beats everyone, and then
1: Robo but, Spencer Lee. Oh my God, what's gonna happen? I someone, don't know.
2: Someone's getting tilted. Yeah, I, I I have a whole I have a whole thing on how I think that match goes, but I'm not. I'm not. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so, not, I'm not I'm so excited right to hear here. it. What a yeah. tease! <laughs> what a tease! You're gonna have to wait literally weeks for that one potentially. <laughs> but maybe we start rolling it oh. out. We, we are We are slaves to no structure here, so we could do anything we want. <laughs> Uh, Any other things stand out at 125 pounds? Uh, Tony Gravely, Appalachian State. He was from Virginia. uh, Stand up. So that was cool. Uh,
0: Someone pointed out on Facebook that Zach Sanders lost first round, battled all the way back. He lost to Gerard Garnett and then won like six matches in a row on the backside. Oh,
2: that's right. I remember that. Yeah. Go Gerard Garnett. But he ultimately did not place this year. Yeah. Okay.
0: He got triggered. He lost
2: to Nico Trigas.
0: He got triggered. He
2: would never lose to Nico Trigas. In 1,000 matches, I think this is the one time he would have lost to Nico Trigas. That makes no sense. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I hate thinking about that. I forgot all about that. Now, he's he's ruined my day, Nico Trigas and Kyle Bracky. Sorry. Um, all right. 33 is awesome. Let's go. 33 is so awesome. Jordan Oliver balled out. He had a great tournament here. I remember um, – but the story here was Jason Ness who uh, yeah. makes the finals. We had Jason Ness first, Daniel Dennis in the ultimate gut wrenching or agony thrill of victory, agony of defeat moment where Ness <laughs> hits the little sweep to the duck body lock to take
1: out Dennis, who had the match in the bag. Yeah. Uh, I forgot, you know, in this break, I forgot how close Oliver was with everybody. Oh, he he really his hit his stride there. The the Jo
2: Ness match was crazy because they kept riding each other. They couldn't get yeah. away. It was, it was no one could take each other out. Um, Ness Ness kind of famously occasionally had would have issues getting getting away from guys. And Jordan rode him yeah. tough. I forget. Yeah. I forget. He kept chopping him and riding him out and stuff like that. But ultimately, Ness was able to able to win. But that one went into tiebreakers. Crazy one there.
1: Oh, this one yeah. only had but three Jordan, NCAA Jordan, champions. Yeah, Jordan's wins are 3-2, 6-4, 5-4, 4-3 on the backside, and then he, he lost to Franklin Gomez pretty bad. He would he would enter into a different
2: realm the next year. He was an undefeated the next year champion the next season. Um, this was the year he beat – this was his freshman season. This was the year he yes, beat right. Dennis at Carver Hawkeye, I'm pretty sure. Mm, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That was a crazy one because he was like – I think he was winning or like I think Dennis was winning late and I think uh go or excuse me Oliver snaked one at the end and beat him
0: yeah it sounds about right
2: I'm t- a lot of this is just literally from memory because the matches don't like exist anywhere unfortunately how
0: about Kendrick maple boris Novotchkov first round yes I saw, I saw that so yeah. maple
2: unseated he was just a just kind of a scrappy freshman who somehow made 133 pounds all year And you were like, ah, he might become something. And I think – so he has this season. Then he redshirted, I want to say. He won uh, something like a university thing in freestyle, kind of got on everyone's radar. And then, boom, the next year – or in 2012, was it 12 or 13 he was
1: the NCAA champion? I think 13. uh, 13, 13, I think, yes. Yep. He beat beat Mitchell. Mitchell Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the other one here that's funny is Kendrick Maple on the backside has Scotty Sentez, who obviously would go on to have a huge amount more success, but Sentez was 0 2 at this NCAAs.
2: Yes, and in this uh, 2010 bracket, here's how many unseated NCAA finalists we had that would go on to become oh. NCAA finalists Kendrick Maple, <clears throat> Nick Amuchastegui, Brandon Hatchett, Robert Hamlin, Mike Miller, Mike Pusillo, and Steve Bozak. All unseated. Uh, Pusillo. Bozak would all become NCAA champions. Priscilla was unseated. Hold on. Yes, this is the yeah, year. This year. Yeah, this year. Do you remember this, Ben? Mike Priscilla what? and Mike Miller were skipping ahead. But here we go.
1: Oh, yeah. They, they had a pigtail, didn't they?
2: Pigtail. We had an NCAA champion, a former NCAA champion, a former NCAA finalist hit in the pigtail, both unseated guys.
1: Jeez.
2: That was mind-blowing. All right. Yeah, ba- back to one thirty three. This was a great uh, NCAA tournament, guys. Holy cow!
1: Yeah, I'm ready to move to forty one. If you guys are, pro-
2: yeah, let's let's proceed. Uh, one forty one. This is the the, date.
1: the the baby kid.
2: Yes, baby kid dynamite. Uh, one forty one was the one seed, but we were all like, we. I'm telling you, coming into this tournament, we did not who know who was going to win. We did not know what was. Inside Kyle Dake's head and heart, we thought good freshman, number one ranked. He was a deserved number one. But he had two losses on the year. He lost to yep. Humphrey and Bailey coming into the season. Humphrey was on his side. I think – I'm pretty sure I thought Humphrey was going to win this bracket. I thought he was the guy to win, um, the, the best guy at the weight. <clears throat> but he ended up being the yeah. four.
1: Um it's hard to imagine Kyle Dake was that small now. You know, thinking back there, it seemed normal, but now it's it's really, really hard to imagine. Um, man, th- this bracket was so tough, and it kind of fell apart because Jamal Parks lost so early to Tyler Nauman, who was good, but he was the 10. Um, and then that, that kind of paved the way. And then also Mike Thorne lost at the three, so that paved the way for Montel Marion to make the finals from the six. Shout out Jermaine Lindsey.
2: Shout out Ohio's Jermaine Lindsey. Kind of made up. <laughs> It, the path for Montel Marion to make the finals was like it was really laid out beautifully for him because he should have oh. had he should have had Mike Thorne in the quarters Mike Thorne was uh they had battles they went back and forth over the yes. years right so Jermaine Lindsay yep. takes care of that and then so he beats Jermaine Lindsay seven five in overtime. That match was that wild. That was a crazy match. Like yeah. Lindsay was in the, like match winning takedowns and stuff. Like he almost won. And then the Nauman match. Like this should have been Jamal Parks, who I think uh, they would have wrestled in the duel. I can't remember how Probably, that match went. And you have to. I think Jamal this. Parks beat him. You you have to assume that he was the two seed, right? And yeah. because Marion was the sixth, but Nauman takes out Parks. Which leads to, okay, Marion should be a huge favorite in this one, but it was a 7-6, another crazy one for Marion to make the finals there. And now, another thing you have to remember this, this was the Joey Slayton shoplifting year where he would have been the starter at 41. <laughs> they couldn't get him in the lineup because he like got kicked out of school or was ineligible or something. So, it's, he beat... Marion at Midlands that year, Joey Slayton was an Iowa Hawkeye NCAA finalist. He's the guy that Coleman Scott pinned. And he couldn't get in the he couldn't get into school or in the lineup, or I forget how it works. But Slayton couldn't get in, so it was Marion. And shoot, what do you know? Iowa's got a little bit of depth and he made the NCAA finals, losing to one of the greatest to ever do it, 7 3, Kyle Dake.
1: Well, wow, do you guys know? I'm I'm trying to figure out what happened, in Oklahoma State, Iowa. Oklahoma State has all these old dual highlights on YouTube. Really? Yes, I found the twenty. I found the twenty eleven dual uh, highlight, but I'm trying to find the twenty ten of them versus Iowa.
2: I would l- just like to find um, the like the box score. Oh my score. goodness! Oh, here, I got the box score. Get ready. We're gonna find out what ha- what where'd it go.
1: Oh um, my goodness! I had
2: I got it. the 20, 2009 dual. I need to find the two thousand ten. Got it. Montel beat Jamal Parks that year 4-0. Wow. So Montel must have had some weird results for him to end up at the 6, and Parks was still the 2. So I don't know what happened there. Um, this is where mm. – t- oh, this was the duel where uh, Brent teched uh, Quentin Fuentes, who bit him. I uh, I remember that. Oh, I he remember bit that. him in this match. <laughs> 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 I remember I had a really good – I had a really good uh, – uh, message board line there because that's that's where that was my outlet for wrestling and someone's like why would he buy you me?
1: were on you were a message board poster oh my,
2: Yes that is the genesis of all of this Ben Askren. All of this is what was your name? What
1: was your name? Uh Virginia
2: is for lovers. VA is for lovers. Oh my god I think I remember I
1: think <laughs> I remember that handle
2: I was up, I was more so my my message board home was a place called TheWrestlingTalk.com. dot I was on, I didn't like the Matt forms as much. I thought that the I didn't find the conversation as interesting or fulfilling or whatever. So I was there, but someone's like, "Why did Why did this guy bite Brent Metcalf?" And I said, "He wanted to taste greatness," and so uh, that was my that was my, <laughs> that was my line. Uh, okay, wow, wow. We we're re- what we quite a rabbit hole. I was. I was actually thinking about that this morning, the, the wrestling WrestlingTalk.com. B A
0: is for lovers. That's funny. Yeah, baby. I How mean, about Marion's first match was against Colvin Olin, who then would go on tough. to get, like, the three seed, like, multiple years in a row.
2: Yeah, he always – he had someone – I think his uncle was on the seeding committee. He always had these ridiculous seeds at NCAAs that made me, like, lose my mind. Him I don't and, think
0: he ever placed either.
2: He never placed, No. Um, he was like really good on top like kind mm-hmm. of a, he was he was a scrapper for sure. Kovalenko was really good but, Yeah. Uh, yep. never really the a top three. Eleven eight 11-8 guy. that match was. So this was the okay, the Humphrey uh Humphrey Dake am I misremembering he, Humphrey would not go uh would not go under bottom. dake bottom. Yeah, yeah, he, he chose neutral. Bottom. But it still went to overtime. I don't dake remember. Dake was that.
1: really good on top though. I remember know. That?
2: Oh yeah, he was <laughs> so I know that but like but for like a fifth year, fourth or fifth year senior Reese Humphrey to not go under yeah. a true freshman Kyle Dake was crazy. When he had beaten him before, right? He had beaten him. And I thought I'm, he went under him, but I think he felt some heat on top he did not want any part of, which I understood.
1: He, he I beat him at Vegas this, that year, I'm pretty sure.
2: Yeah, and Bailey beat him I don't know if Bailey beat him at Vegas too or
1: I think they both I think he lost two at Vegas. I think Dake lost both of them at Vegas. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But man, am I misremembering that um, I didn't think this match went to tiebreakers.
1: I think Dake wrote him out, didn't he?
2: I uh, evidently to win. so
1: evidently. Yeah, I'm, pr- I'm I mean, pretty sure that
2: definitely maps to something that I think would happen. I don't know why I can yeah. remember so much random stuff, but I can't remember the every little detail other than he didn't well, go bottom against uh, Kyle Dake.
1: Don't be so hard on yourself that you don't remember every single match from an NCAA tournament <laughs> ten years ago, Chris. Or...
2: It's an NCAA semi with a with a legend. I should remember Kyle Dake's <laughs> match, but. But uh, uh yeah it happened. I think I didn't know I was watching a, le- a future legend at the time. I thought I was just watching a really good true. really good freshman. It's so funny.
1: Okay, uh Oh my goodness. 49? You ready for it? I forgot Lance Palmer was the one. Do you remember he beat he, he beat, Metcalf. beat uh, Metcalf at, at Big 10s?
2: Oh my goodness, I totally S- forgot that. And speaking of not going uh speaking of not going bottom, Brink chose neutral in that one after Lance Palmer gave him some real issues in Big Tens. They had a weird exchange. It was a the big Ten final was a weird match, yeah, because that was weird. There was a weird locked hands on Brent, and then there was exchange where he caught him on his back. Uh, yes. but yeah, Palmer, I mean he was o for his life against Brent mm-hmm. Metcalf. But if you remember, going back to the excuse me, I'm burping. I don't know why. The is the oh seven oh eight or oh eight oh nine season. They had a crazy NCAA quarter where Lance was in on yes. the match winning double and printed the crazy Gramby roll out of it to not get scored on. Lance yes. did wrestle Metcalf tough,
1: mm-hmm. but then well, one- last once. To- I mean, Lance was a four time All American. I want to say like top
0: five every year or something like that.
2: Yeah, he was always w- way up there, really. Really talented guy. Really yes. good on top with double legs, power half.
0: Yeah, he had two falls this tournament, including Jason Chamberlain in a minute. Yep. Dang.
2: Yeah, you know, he just double legged him, took him down, double legs, power half, done. Yeah, he was really, really tough. Beat, And he had to beat, Palmer had to beat, <laughs> he goes Chamberlain by fall, Frank Molinaro in the semis, and then Brent Metcalf. He yeah. falls to, falls to Brent, Brent Calf that year. And did Brent win the Hodge
1: this year? Yeah, he had a loss. No, Ness. Oh. Ne- no, Ness won it this year. Nest Brent won. won it in tw- two thousand eight. After when he his sophomore year, that was the only year someone with a loss has won the Hodge. The only year.
2: That's the only year. The one guy did. Only year. I thought the one. The who? What was his name? I don't remember his name.
1: No, definitely the a, only guy. I mean. D- it, yeah, they gave the award to Nick Ackerman the, Ackerman, the double amputee, who he had losses. That was like, we're in Iowa, and we just want to give it to Iowa kid to make everyone feel. I, I, I get so pissed about that, Christian. Don't even get me started. Yeah, I know. I think we've actually
0: you've ranted about it before. That's not the first yeah. time we've talked about it on radio.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Cause, listen, I understand the feeling, but then if you're gonna set that precedent. And for a guy winning D3s with no legs, which is great, right? I'm not I'm not crapping on that. Yeah. But then you're gonna not give it to Robles? What like Robles had legit stats to win the Hodge. Like in some years, Robles' stats win the Hodge, and you're not gonna give it to him wagon, win magazine? Give me a freaking break. Yeah, I know. It's unfortunate. How about this round
2: one match? Kyle Borshaw versus James Fleming. James <laughs> Fleming is one of those forgotten guys. <laughs> He was – you want to talk about a unique style and innovator. This, this dude basically had a, an entire wrestling existence based on strangling people and putting them on their back. Like he did this like brutal thing. He called it the snapper. He would lock up like a – not like a Merkel front headlock but like the other way front headlock and would dive over and basically put so much yeah. pressure on your neck and throat and jaw –
0: That you would roll over. I'm not even sure you can do it anymore. (laughs) You can't do it anymore. It's (laughs) like literally
2: James Fleming's rule. It's Uh, which is amazing. If you get rules like named after you, like if you're the reason for a rule, I think it should be like named after you, at least out of respect. Like that is the James Fleming rule. He was straight Nick Simmons was a guy that did this internationally. Jake Varner would do it internationally, take guys over. It was absolutely brutal though. Yeah. He would put guys out with it. For real. It was it was it looked awful. But he like crafted this style around like counter wrestling and being really good on top. And he would just he would just get tech after tech after tech after tech. But this is before yeah. I think he had really figured it out in two thousand ten. But he wrestled Kyle Borshoff who's now the, the head coach at um at Binghamton. Mm-hmm. Borschoff was really good. He had a win over Lance Palmer in his career. He hadn't really emerged at this point yet.
0: Either. He still got on the podium this year. Yeah, this Eighth. was
2: beginning of the of, of his ascent maybe uh okay
1: i thought i totally forgot torsten gillespie, torsten gillespie got on the podium that's Greg, Greg gillespie's brother totally I, I totally random. blanked on that one because he yeah. was
2: not good basically that entire i mean it's all relative right but that yeah. was that was a total curveball that he got on the podium and yes. he never he didn't podium again i don't believe but he did have like deep runs I don't think so. uh at ncas after this as as i recall yes Okay, so this was a crazy one. So, Metcalf, in this final, he ends up shooting. He shoots, like, in the first five seconds, get a, gets a takedown, and had a tough ride out of Palmer, where Palmer was, like, kind of calling for injury time. I think, if I'm remembering correctly, Palmer was kind of calling for injury time or, like, gesturing with his hand. And I think Metcalf, like, grabbed the hand that was, like, trying to gesture <laughs> for it. So he, so he couldn't. Because he had, like, a, I think he had, like, a, like a bent leg turk or something. It was, it was kind of brutal. But like nothing Ill, illegal or anything, but he wanted like a, a restart, and so I think Metcalf had a really long ride out, or at least a long ride, and he didn't get. But uh, Palmer did get away there, so that that captured or finished off a, a legendary career for the Brent Calf.
1: The Brent Calf.
2: The Brent Calf. All right, fifty-seven. This was a kind of a random one. This is not uh, not the most interesting. With uh, yeah. JPO wins it. JPO kind of one of those forgotten NCAA champs. This is when this is when Steve Fittery. This is the year Steve Fittery transferred from Shippensburg to American and was like, he's like, randomly won Midlands. And we're like, who the heck is Steve Fittery? Like no one knew <laughs> who he was or anything about him. There was like no like chatter like, hey, keep an eye out for Steve Fittery. And
1: pff, mm-hmm. he
2: freaking he was the four seed, and then he would later be the. Really high seed at NCA's uh, the next year as well. Wasn't
1: it, yeah the next year he lost, didn't he lose to um, David Taylor in the semis. Yeah, maybe?
2: he kind of he got pieced up in that one.
1: Yeah, the well the big one here that that um, was Dustin Slater. So injury he injured defaulted he out of Big Tens. They still gave him the sixth seed, and he was just couldn't wrestle. I mean that's that's pretty much all there is to it.
2: That's all there's to it. He was he was very hurt and kind of started the. Um, well, it was the first memory I had of a guy yeah. just forfeiting out of the tournament. He did the injury default thing and then forfeited out. I was like, this is weird. And then he still went to NCAAs and took up a spot, and then he couldn't get healthy. I, I You know, the, I think they do need to do something about that. It's just, it's just not good. I,
1: I think that was the first year where it happened, Christian. I, did, it, I, was, I that, don't remember. The first, first year where it was possible to happen, right? Because we talked about the old old system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, j Rob's ahead
2: of the curve always was this is a, more more hokey tears were shed when Jesse Dong got pinned by Justin Lister of Binghamton. That was a huge huge good. match. Um, I was very sad Justin Lister was unseated made the semis for Binghamton. Jesse Dong was a uh-uh. really good guy that never placed. oh and the other guy missing from this bracket is Burroughs
1: because he tore his ACL remember? yes uh, so he should he should have been in here.
2: Against Steve Brown of Central Michigan, who was the 12 seed here. Yep. Yeah, Burroughs would have yeah. would have ran through this weight with no issue whatsoever. But I'm glad I'm glad the way it all played out because we got Burroughs How, which is a lot more of a the cool next way for him to finish his career. Even though How didn't make the finals that year because his hamstring literally yeah. tore off the bone, and yet yeah. he still came he still came back. That was crazy. I remember this. Holy cow! Well, this, is a, this is a deep message board cut. The There was a – I think it was a Wisconsin wrestling board. I'm sure years prior, Ben Askren. You
1: visited the Wisconsin wrestling board?
2: Dude, I was all – this was my life, Ben. This was all I did. (laughs) I was just like looking. (laughs) What? Oh, yeah. So, Jared Freyer, when he was a coach at Wisconsin, I think he got on the board and said, hey, serious injury for how – I think he even got into the details of hamstring off the bone, very serious. I don't know if he's going to be back, kind of thing. I think he yeah. he may have gone into that detail. He definitely got on there and and gave the rundown of what was going on with the team. Um, Coach Frere, he listens wow. sometimes, so may, he can confirm or deny that. But I'm pretty sure that happened. I'm running with it. Why not? Uh, wow. Yeah. So that was wild. And that's <laughs> Christian. We're like, oh, he's I-, done. I
1: can't believe. You went on the Wisconsin. Did you have a? Did you have oh. a? Uh, did you ever post on the Wisconsin no. message boards? No, I, I never. I I never posted.
2: That was probably the only message board I didn't post on because I can never keep. Okay. I can't keep my mouth shut in real life, and I can't keep my mouth shut in, on the internet. I think probably what happened was this was a message board to message board. I think someone took it and posted it on the board I was on. Oh. I was like, "Hey, check this out." Jared Frayer is like, "How's done?" I'm like, "What?" And then that's just kind of how word would get circulated back in those mm. days.
1: Yeah, uh,
2: pre, true. Pre wrestling, Twitter, and everything in between. All right, fifty-seven. I don't know what else there's to say. Uh, Justin
0: Gaethje got on the podium. Yeah,
2: we mentioned that uh, he w- he kind of had his breakout
1: here.
0: Um, you think he's yeah. going to fight Connor no,
2: next?
1: That's what I think so, but we'll we'll see. No one knows what's going to happen right now. They're just trying to get the uh, Ferguson and. And Khabib matched up somehow and figure out where they're going to do it because they're sure as shit not doing it in Brooklyn, New York.
2: Oh, my gosh, no. They, were they talking yeah. about having it in Russia?
1: Yeah, maybe. I I bet UAE is the one that happens. That's what I would guess.
2: They just quarantine our man in Dilley. They shouldn't go there. They got flow bikes, guys, quarantined oh, it, there.
1: Okay, well, I mean, they, they, they'd probably quarantine Ferguson and, and Khabib in a nice hotel or something and, you know. Let them do their training or whatever, and then crack them out two weeks later. Let them fight.
2: Why did Adam Hall have a buy here in the first round?
1: I remember they used to not do uh, they do them uniformly. Am I just now looking and noticing that there was a buy and everyone? Where are the other buys? I told you about this. There was 330 competitors, which means some brackets had 29 or 31. Some brackets had 35 or 36. This is the only one
0: I've seen with a bye. No,
1: it wasn't like that in this year. <clears throat> so Something's going on at 150. Are look you
0: sure? All,
2: look at all the other brackets. They're all the same. They all have 33 guys. They have a pigtail. You can see the championship pigtail.
0: Uh, well, huh. I, I wonder which year. I wonder which
2: But even if they miss weight, do they come out of the bracket?
0: I don't know. No, At no that way point they did I think Literally no way to know There's
2: no way to know It's totally unverifiable
1: well, We just need an old coach to tell us what the deal was in 2010
2: Literally no coaches listen Alright Harry <laughs> hey, I'm just kidding um,
1: Okay 65 Oh my goodness Marable had a oh. Nick Amuchigui Again for the second day in a row <laughs> And uh and did- then I forgot Chris Chris Brown beat John Reeder Yes. So this
2: was the year. Oh my God, young John! I think he had like major concussion issues and stuff. Um, oh really? Concussion injury, something was going on. Uh, I refuse to believe that 100% John Reader would lose to Chris Brown, even though I'm an old. Chris minion, Brown did
1: beat Mark Perry before he beat his girlfriend. <laughs> wow. Well,
2: okay, let's talk about that match. That match was crazy. The Mark. Do you remember this one?
0: We watched it together one time. It was. It was crazy. It Guys. was
2: crazy. Here, cut, cut to us. Um, Chris Brown, Chris Brown, <sighs> and Mark Perry had a match, and Mark Perry tried to choke out Chris Brown multiple times. Like he was. Oh, yeah. The, the match was not going well at all for Mark Perry, so he's like, "You know what? I am going to straight it." The match got so dirty. Perry got. It's I'm so pretty dirty. sure he got DQ'd. I think he got DQ'd from the match. <laughs> I, he, yeah, he did. He was losing. He, yes. he was losing. He lost his mind. He tried to fight him. He tried to choke him. It was out of control, out of control match. I don't think this was the same weekend, but it might have been the same like time period where Metcalf got spladled. Like Just crazy shenanigans. It may have been a year apart for all, for all I know, but I remember it was grainy YouTube video came up of him just like losing his mind against Chris Brown. Shout out. He's from. All right.
1: I found it. I'm going to share it on, share it on the (laughs) Facebook thing. It's wild. It is
2: wild. I mean, this is it. So many things happened during this time where I'm like, if this happened right now, it would be, you think DeSanto is crazy. You got, you got an NCAA champion, (laughs) uh, a legend in Mark Perry, just like losing his mind against Chris Brown.
0: Uh, Bader's gonna have Mark Perry on tomorrow. Maybe uh, Chris Brown he can on ask Friday. Oh maybe. no!
1: Don't ask him. He'll hang up. <laughs> he won't hang up. He's like, Mark
2: Perry is a gangster. He'll just say whatever is on his mind. He'll be like, yeah. Piss me off. He's like, I was mad I was losing. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna choke him out. I'm sure he'll have some very interesting matter of fact way of describing it. Maybe we can get Chris Brown on, get his side of the story. <laughs> Chris Brown was good. So hard to score on.
1: Yeah. And
2: he actually matched up pretty well against against Perry because Perry was, like, so good in scrambles. Amazing on top, but, like, generating neutral offense was, like, not his uh, strong suit. And um, sure enough. But, yeah, Marable was the three seed. Oh. Let's open that wound. Three seed Nick Marable falls in round one to Nick Amuchastegui. How did he,
1: how did he have to get Amuchastegui two, two years in a row? This is bull crap. How <laughs> hey, you
2: got... How do you get the three seed and you have a whole year and you still can't beat this guy? That's my question. Muchitegi's good. He, he makes the in finals like the next year or something. I know, but I'm just saying. How, if you're the three seed, you should be able to beat this guy.
1: Oh, he was good. Muchitegi was good. And he, Marable had a very specific style that uh, that Muchitegi was very defensive as well, so it did not lend uh, itself very well to Marable scoring points on him.
2: No, you're, you're right about that. Marable was, was tough to get to. Uh, yeah. Okay, so once again, uh, the rivalry that we didn't know we needed, Ryan Morningstar versus Donnie Jones every year at NCAA. <laughs> so Marable and and Morningstar both had their same opponent, uh, but Morningstar was able to avenge that.
1: Oh, my gosh. Chris what? Perry, <laughs> Chris Brown just put Mark Perry in his back. Oh, I'm watching it. Oh, <laughs> He's my watching goodness. the match. <laughs> Dang it, lock in. We got to talk about Ryan Morningstar versus Alex Mead. Do you remember why this is interesting? Oh, I remember Alex Mead was from Delaware, some high school in Delaware, and he's really good, but never did much in college. But I don't remember why.
2: Well, uh, I think just, like, personal stuff, uh, just lifestyle. Okay. But he was amazing. He, Alex Mead yeah. was so good. I'm pretty sure. He beat him in the duel. He beat Morningstar in the duel when mm, Morningstar was right, healthy. Yeah. Morningstar, like, at Big Tens or something, like, Tore his knee. Like, he had major major knee injury. I don't know if he tore his ACL. Um, I've talked to Ryan about this, but I can't recall the exact... He had a very serious knee injury. He was in a giant mega brace, right? And he beat Alex Mead in this match. Because you're like, oh, eh," you're seeing this. You're like, oh, but he's definitely losing this one. He couldn't beat him when he was healthy. And he freaking gutted it out and beat him somehow. He lost 2-1 to Jared King after that, who... Goes on to lose to Valamont who makes a finals. Great run for Dan Valamont out of the sixth seed. Um
1: Yeah. Well, what about we haven't talked about Tyler Caldwell as a true freshman wrestling at Oklahoma, not Oklahoma State. Yes. That yes. was an insane run. So he beats number twelve, Paul Young, number five, Colt Sponseller, and then beats Chris Brown two to one. Yeah. That was wild.
2: He was he was um that that was a surprise. He was unseated. I don't think he had been bad that year. But man, he he put it together. He's so hard to score on. I mean, his his yeah. defense was amazing. He was good on top. He had the physicality for a freshman, and man, he made it happen. He was really really tough. And who would have thought? You know, Andrew How, Tyler Caldwell, um, both would end up at Oklahoma, though at different no. points. No. Yeah, well, and,
1: Andrew How went to Oklahoma. Yeah. No, I was thinking. I I was thinking you were saying at the same time, but they kind of flip flopped.
2: Yeah, So. Caldwell, when Sammy Henson left Oklahoma, Caldwell originally re- committed to Nebraska. People forget yep. that. And then mm-hmm. I think it's because they thought Henson was going there, and then he didn't. So then he went to Oklahoma State.
0: Vader he, he- um, recently talked with him about that. Um, there's a really good video up on the site, and he almost went to Iowa that's mm. right he ha- has this crazy mix? story about the brand brands brothers and then john smith coming to his house like back to back and he's like i was <laughs> going to go- He's like i was going to iowa he's like and then john came and visited <laughs> oh my gosh
2: can you imagine that one day tom brands and terry brands are in your house and then the next day john smith's going <laughs> i wonder yeah. if like if you just change up the order if it's different right just like the recency thing it's it's wild yeah. holy cow um but yeah, he's still at Oklahoma State now.
0: Yeah, he's like their recruiting coordinator. Nice.
2: All right, anything else for uh, for this one?
0: No,
1: I mean that's pretty pretty crazy. What, like looking back at you know how good a lot of these guys did, um, you know, and reader specifically, reader and Maribel losing their first round matches. Young Tyler Caldwell, who no one expected to make the semis. There's some good stories in this. Break. the other one here, Brandon Hatchett, down on the bottom. He was kind of a nobody at this time and he eventually makes the NCAA finals uh, against and Valmont makes oh Valmont made it this year. Made so it.
2: Reader's ba- battles back to make the round of 12 but then fell to Andy Rendos of Bucknell. He was tough. "Hey, remember Justin Kerber, Ryan Morningstar, round of 12. Do you know who Justin Kerber mm-hmm. is?
1: That's that's Lubu's cousin or nephew. nephew.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so Randy Lewis's nephew went to Cornell. His name's Justin Kerber. He had a mullet. <laughs> He had a crazy mall. He was pretty good, obviously. He made the round of 12. Okay. Now, 174 pounds. This was wild because Mac Lunas, the whole thing was Mac Lunas has not been taken down all year. No one has taken down Mac Lunas. This guy, he was went 0-2 as the number one seed the year before. And then no one took him down all year long. It was this huge thing. And he was kind of a big favorite going into the NCAA final against Jay Borschel. Who we'll get to his his miracle match yeah, in the semis. Th-
1: that was awesome.
2: Maybe one of the best NCA matches, uh, yeah, I've seen. It was epic, epic, epic. I remember watching that with uh, a couple coaching friends who hate Iowa, and they were so de- their devastation. <laughs> the devastation on their faces uh, uh, remains burned in my mind. So Luna's <laughs> run, kind of, he just takes care of business and makes the makes the final there.
1: What? Plus, Wait, what do you mean? He barely he barely won over the the greatest villain in, in mixed martial arts right now, Colby Covington.
2: I don't want four two. I don't want to give Colby any shine.
1: <gasps> okay, let's ignore I'm, him. I really don't <laughs> like him. Uh, Jerian
2: Beats was made. Jerian Beats to this day maybe is the most random All American I have ever seen in my life.
1: Um, yeah, he was he, not good that year. At any
2: point. And if you go back, if you go back and look at his record, I was like, I cannot make sense of Jerian Beats anywhere near this podium. But I swear it happened. It happened before, before our eyes. There's nothing else you can do about it. But give me your recollection of the Heinrich Borschel match, uh, Ben.
1: Oh,
0: uh,
1: well, I hope my recollection is good. Heinrich got up something like eight to two, I believe. He got maybe three takedowns. I don't think he got a turn, but I think he it was did. like three takedowns and he did. We oh, did get it. a turn.
2: He hits so this it was crazy. Like, it was like a. It was either a claw, and he would like, trip, do a little trip behind, and like pull him to the side. It was a really unique turn. Here, i I know it's on YouTube. I watch it, you know, once uh-oh. a year just to get pumped up. Um, <laughs> it, it's a really slick turn. I, I, I you don't really see it. Um, and he almost got Borsalino with it once, and then he eventually got. It, if I'm remembering correct, correctly, but he just fell off a cliff.
1: And yeah, the third period. Well, the one thing that I remember was so important in the third period that Borschel did was he got the ride to our he got the stall call before cutting him the last time because he, it was mm-hmm. a situation where if he would have cut him right away, it would have uh, it would have tied it up. But he got a stall call also, something yes. like that, right? Yes. Yeah,
2: he got the stall and it, he had a huge ride out to a riding time point. Um, yeah, that was. That was big. I've got. I found the match on um, on Facebook. I'll tweet it at some point. Maybe right now. You gotta watch this match, though. Heinrich Borschel is a classic NCAA match. Um, you will enjoy it. Okay. So that happens, and then Borschel takes out Lunas pretty easily. E- easily. Luna's wasn't close looked, to scoring, yeah. and and Borso was just so smooth on his single leg. He was so methodical with his finish. He made finishing look on on Mac Luna's look really easy, which blew minds nationwide. A lot of people just didn't see that yes. coming, especially after how he he, he you, yeah. You could just say he struggled in um yeah in in the semis. Yeah, so he's got a half, and he yeah. I'll just post it, and Ben, you can watch it and tell me. How you are, are you posting
1: posting on Twitter, or are you posting it on? Oh, there we go. Yeah, Twitter. Is I'm it, tweeting. isn't uh, modern communication so fascinating? You didn't time stamp it. Jeez Louise,
2: it, the, it happens. I'll tell you, I'll tell you when the turn happens. Tell me the, what happens. It happens in the first like go to like 40 seconds or so.
1: Okay, it's great. Oh, uh, we've got takedown. Okay, you know, the other oh, yeah, yeah, nice. It's like, it looks like a Max Askin type move. Yeah, actually,
2: it really does. Okay, I so. do
1: actually do that exact thing, but with my hands locked, not not a half and heels. That's was locked kind of, hands. Kind of you can't shoulders. do that in folk
2: style. That's a point. What? It's you around
1: the neck and arm. No, you CP. can't.
2: No, you can't lock hands, dude. That's a point.
1: <laughs> take <laughs> oh it God. up. Take it up
2: <laughs> with the refs, bro. Uh, Mike uh, Benefiel, wow. he was good. Uh, he had a lot of firemen's carries, but never. I don't think he ever got in the podium for Oklahoma. I don't
1: State. think so. But I was Ryan gonna say Robert Beast, Hamlin.
2: Derian Beats made the podium and not freaking Mike Benefield, who was all everything forever. Crazy.
1: What, what about Robert Hamlin? This is when he's a freshman losing to Ben Bennett first round. That's pretty crazy.
2: This was before... You know what's interesting? As I've been gone, going through this, in the unseated wrestlers that end up making NCAA Finals, uh, four of them have been from Lehigh. You've got Robert Hamlin, uh, Brandon Hatchett, okay. Nate Brown,
1: okay. Darian Cruz. Okay.
2: All, unse- do. all unseated. Yeah, at different Dude, points.
1: Pat, Sant- Pat Santora's did a great job uh, giving some improvement there, huh?
2: Yeah, and, and how? That's that is an amazing, amazing thing where you think about. It, it's just like they just have the progression. They stay on the path, and they're good kids, and they work hard, and then yeah. eventually you get really, really good. Um, turns yes. out, I, I never in a million years thought Darian Cruz would be an NCAA champion. I never, and I always thought he was good and talented. But Man, he was... That year, I mean, he straight up beat Gilman. That was unbelievable. Any other 74 thoughts
1: other than Darian Cruz? Oh. Man, it's 8-2 to two here, and they're only... It's still in the first period, it's 8-2. to two. Yeah. Wow, crazy. It is, yeah, I forgot all about that. Yeah. All right,
2: 184. All right, oh, I'll let you goes. take this one away.
1: Yeah, it's a good bracket. Um, so... <laughs> What the, <laughs> six, the sixth
0: seed, Let's yeah.
1: Max at the sixth seed. I knew, I knew Kilgore was a good matchup for him, so I, I knew he was going to win that one. Um, the Joe block one was crazy because he hit the Max Askin cradle defense and he had Joe LeBlanc pinned, but the ref wasn't, didn't know what he was looking at, so he actually gave uh back points to Joe block and it, was, it it was five zero. And then Max came back and rode him out in the third period and took him on overtime. It was totally awesome. It was a wild one. It was a wild, yeah. So Max yeah. did this thing where he basically
2: like let himself get cradled and kind of like sit through, kind of peek out the the other side, and yeah, I don't know how to describe it that well, but it was it was epic. So yeah, he makes the finals there, out of the six seed against um, where LeBlanc. LeBlanc was a, a surprise All American the year before for for Wyoming, and then th- this was this was the way – where you're like, anyone can win this way. There's so many good guys this way. Yet Kirk Smith yeah. uh, was the one seed this year. Michael Cannon was super, super good. Like, I think I thought Cannon was going to win this way. He was really good on top. He was, I mean, th- I was also drinking, like, all the Mark Cody American Kool-Aid. <laughs> I just thought he was, like, the best. <laughs> I was like, so much Kool-Aid. I was like, this guy is amazing. Mike Cannon is so awesome. I love Mike Cannon. Uh, Kilgore, I actually never
1: really thought would. Um if, how about Kilgore Bozak was a round one match? Well, that's what... I mean, in this bracket, you talk about people who would go on to become NCAA, uh, NCAA finalists, Christian. You talk about... Count how many there are in this bracket. Would be NCAA finalists? It would be NCAA finalists at some point in their career. Well, from Clayton, this bracket. Kurt
2: Smith, Clayton Foster. Um, Dustin Kilgore was NCAA champion. Steve Bozak was an NCAA champion. Yep. Uh, Max Askren won and Mike Miller made a final
1: yep and uh, you, you got to go to the you got to go to the other pigtail
2: oh my gosh oh yeah Mike Pasillo. yep so six nca champs are finalists in one bracket yeah. and this was Wild, one like huh? in in real time we thought it was amazing and it looks uh more amazing now because of the emergence of some guys like Steve Bozak. We never knew Steve Bozak was going to be an NCAA champion two years later. Like, no one thought that was happening. Uh, so, yeah, a really, really great weight class there. And one by Max, who he got the – he ran the half. Like, he went the – rolled across his back with the half Nelson. Yep. And uh, that put that match basically out of reach against Kirk Smith what? of Boise. Yeah, a
1: he job. actually did right, – right off the bat, he did the one that uh, – it was uh, – Adam Satiev did it to Yoel Romero in the world in the world finals, maybe in 2001 or something. Where it was from a claw, actually. It was a claw, and the other guys in the quad pod, and uh, you sit behind the legs and pop them over to their back.
2: Okay, that's how. Is that how he yeah. got one of the takedowns?
1: No, 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 no. That's no, no, the back points. Back points. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, Joe LeBlanc is so pinned. I'm watching this right now. <laughs> it's absurd. Tweet how pinned Joe LeBlanc is right now. Well, uh. What do I do to do the, the timestamp thing again, Christian? I right, right-click it. Okay, right-click it. Well,
2: actually, pause it at the time you want.
1: Okay, okay, I'm there. All right, now right-click. Well, I'm, on a, I'm on a Mac. I can't right-click on a Mac.
2: Well, d- double-click. Double-click at the same time. Oh,
1: my gosh, Ben. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Christian, you have to teach me how to do this another time. Oh,
2: my gosh. How do you not know how to do this? Oh, I don't know how to, to timestamp something. Yeah, <laughs> you do? How do you, how do you right-click like, on a Mac? It, just take both your fingers. Look at my fingers like this, and you push oh. them down on the pad at the same time. Hey! <laughs> and
1: we did it. And then it says copy URL at current time. Okay, I'm gonna put. You guys need to watch it. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it in the, uh, in the uh, what should we call it? The Facebook feed. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
2: So, so <laughs> you guys talk about Max's decision. Me. It's great. Talk about Max's decision to go uh, one one eighty four. He was on one ninety seven all through his career.
1: Yeah, I mean he he was always pretty small, but this this uh, after the last previous year, he had a bad back injury. He didn't wrestle for like four months, um, and so you know he he was th- he actually he was thinking about not wrestling at all. Man, uh, you know what, Ben?
2: You might fight me, what? and your your brother may come downstairs and fight me, but I don't know who. You have to give Joe LeBlanc back points here. He freaking locks up the cradle and puts him on his back he and then listen, Christian, give him some damn back points, but he's still pinned. Yeah. Okay, okay, that he, may be true.
0: He's absolutely pinned for like a long he's time. He's so pinned. <laughs> yeah, okay. He's so pinned. All right, he's he thin. can have
2: all the he can have all the back points he wants, but he's decked. Okay, got it. All right, if that's your point, <laughs> yes. then I won't I won't disagree with that. He looks he looks pretty freaking fan <laughs> for like five seconds or so yeah it, it looks yes! like a, it looks like giant to julius like when he stacked dudes up with his like elbow elbow yeah. hook thing all right we got to keep going um okay because we have two yeah. ways left we have five minutes to do it too we're not even gonna get the questions oh this my time. goodness because we have hard stops and stuff now because freaking mark bader's running us uh running us ragged okay oh what? this 197 is a good bracket right stacked. here. stacked craig brester oh, wa- craig brester was so good Craig Brester was unbelievable. Yeah. Craig Brester, there are not many 197s he wouldn't have won if Jake Varner wasn't in his way from <laughs> since yeah, that hey, time on.
1: He was so good. I don't want to give people a preview, Christian, but Craig Brester, bone nickel, it's going it's going down soon. <laughs> what? Who, in our in our, bracket, oh, the bracket. our brackets. Oh. oh yeah. Oh yeah. going your pick.
2: Oh, hey, oh, you're, that's a I'm teasing that one. How about Al- Alan Galagaev, one of my favorite wrestlers ever to watch, was unseated here for Oklahoma State. He ended up placing. Oh, but I my remember goodness. He got interviewed by Flo afterwards, and I remember him saying, like, he's like, I did terrible. He's like, he's like, you had to wrestle back for seventh. He's like, I didn't even know you guys did that. I didn't know you guys wrestled back for seventh place in <laughs> tournaments. He's like, I didn't even know that you guys do things like that in this country because Alan <laughs> Galagayev was <laughs> Russian. He's, I appreciate it, from Dagestan.
1: Maybe as I said, yeah, yeah I, can't,
2: I can't remember. I think Dagestan, though. It's
1: Andy I, Robat. I just, saw him in, I just saw him in New York like uh, a couple months ago.
2: I want that guy in the sport. He was so funny, and he was so amazing yeah. to watch. He had a, just the sickest style, upper body stuff. If you've been listening to FRL for long, you know Alan Gale. Guy, is one of my favorites. He's a 97-pounder here, which the next year looked absolutely preposterous, or two years later. Uh, yeah. he, he majored Tony Nelson the next year at Oklahoma State. So crazy. It was crazy. So in this one, you had Varner-Brester 5,000 because this was a Big 12 rivalry at the time, Iowa State versus Nebraska. So they wrestled all the time. And Brester only beat him once, maybe twice. Varner pretty much dominated it. But this had NCAA champion Cam Simas in it uh, out of the four seed. He was a a bad matchup against Varner, as most people tended to be. As most people were. <laughs> As most people were because he was an Olympic champion, and two-time NCAA champion, four-time finalist yeah. for crying out cool. loud. This, this was Dude. the KJ year.
1: Yes. Okay. Go tell me this for a second, Christian, though. See mm-hmm. these. Jake Varner, Jaden Cox, Bo Nickel. How do you seed those three?
2: Oh, my, my gosh. Um, Varner, I think, is the one. You think Varner, so? Yes. Okay. Varner, Jaden... Oh, oh my gosh! Varner, <laughs> Jaden, Bo, Brester is how you seed those four?
1: Oh, well, I got I got Kyvin Gadsden and Quentin Wright in there also. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's oh my gosh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> We're having some fun. Yeah. See. Yeah. We'll have to get into that one. That'll be that will be fun to seed. Uh, other things in here. Matt Wilps. He was really good for Pitt. Yes. Um, made a. Fine, uh, did he? I can't
0: remember. Tyler Wilps man Tyler, yeah, Tyler. So Wilkes, many yeah.
2: jacked Wilps. All the Wilps were so insanely jacked. Um, but, yeah, so Varner wins this one. We have a minute 45. we got to do heavyweight. What the Uh-oh. heck? They're flying us was... through. Mark Ellis' nemesis, David Zabriskie, won it. Mark Ellis could not beat David Zabriskie or Ben Askren in a practice match to save his soul. Ha! Ah!
1: No, that's not true. I stopped wrestling with him when he got to like 260. I'm like, bro, you're just too big. I'm not going anymore.
2: <laughs> well, that was wise. That was, that's, just be, that's just being smart. Uh, Dudziak made the semis but could not beat Zabriskie. Zabriskie was on. Uh, Zabriskie and Roshalt had a good rivalry too. That was They were Big 12 rivals, mm-hmm. so they were yep, hitting duels were. in the Big 12s. I think that well, was a more of a back-and-forth rivalry.
1: But what was so crazy about that rivalry is all three of those guys were the same grade. So they wrestled all four years straight. Ellis,
2: Zabriskie, and Rochal. Same grade. Oh Yeah, same grade. All Big 12,
1: and there's only five teams, 12. so they, they wrestled this over and over and over again. Oh, my gosh. Big shout yeah. DJ
2: Russo added it again. 10 seed. Uh, he was a beast. Uh, Zach Ray makes the semis here. Our man Ben Burhau. I feel like we talked about this bracket, or maybe, like, all these guys were in the no. bracket
1: yeah. last year. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, Jackie, wait, what's this new countdown? Who's Brandon Williamson?
0: um west virginia I think, I, yeah i believe he was a pa kid um no hmm. he he was huh. like a three-time qualifier he did a really nice tournament this year
2: i love scott Steele of navy i thought he was so good oh yeah he's, he's awesome he's yeah. a cool guy he's the 12
0: he's still like involved with uh yes wrestling good He's he, um beast. remember he's the marine that comes out and hands out the awards at fargo yeah that's
2: that's awesome. There's not a better choice. He had an amazing mustache.
0: Hey, what happened? Hey, Tyler or Caleb? <laughs> it says five minutes now on the
2: countdown clock. We got in a five-minute extension. Oh, How about saved. that? Thank you, Tyler and Caleb. Uh, that oh was my that was nice of you. Um, West Virginia corner. Anything going on here for, for your boys? I feel like were we supposed to talk about Brandon Rader in one of these? Or no, he's later.
0: He's 2011. No, we, no. no, no, no. He's already done by this Earlier. One. Yeah, he's done.
2: I thought he had a comeback at some point.
0: He got like a sixth year, maybe in twenty eleven. He but did. He went zero and two. Yeah, his shoulder and knee. He it was really sad to see his. He had completely replaced shoulder and knee and was just a shell of what he was.
2: He had so many. He was a huge message board guy for our fantasy league because there was this one guy. Uh, that would always take a flyer on him for like three, four straight years after Brandon Rader was like the <laughs> All American his first two years.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, he was
2: really good, Parkersburg, right? Mm-hmm. And then he, terrible knee injuries, just knee injury, after knee injury, shoulder injury, just a shell.
0: I but, really think he would have he would have won his junior year. Um he was wrestling Mendez when he tore his ACL and beating him at the time. Mm-hmm. And the year before, yep. he Mendez kind of hurt people. He beat Jagger's pretty bad at NCAA's the year before. Um, man, it was wide open for him that year. Was that the year Jagger's won his? F- yes, his first. first title. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and the next. How did we not talk about uh, the Jagger's Mendez breaking his ankle thing?
1: I think that was oh eight, wasn't it? Oh, that was two
2: thousand eight, and in two thousand nine he won again. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Brandon Raider was was really good. But anyway, this guy would draft him every year with his last pick <laughs> and just like pull, pick. and just like hold out hope that he would be healthy and, <clears> and <throat> It never worked out, but I always applauded that guy for um it actually was funny cuz no one would even pick him because like out of respect at that point. Cuz it was like a tradition to draft <laughs> uh, this horribly uh, injured wrestler on the off chance that he would have like a regenerating uh, knees uh, or something. A uh, lot of a lot of message board uh call outs today. Um, okay. Anything else on, on the heavyweight front as we look uh, this one? We went from Darian Cruz to 174 and from heavyweight to Brandon Raider somehow. But that's just. I love it. That we all, you have to More love More Brandon Raider talk. Yeah, we will. Now I feel like we have to go this extra two and a half minutes. Um, can we just stop? Can we just play the outro music? I,
1: I, I think we can to stop. Oh, well, I, we won't be back till next Tuesday. Oh, my God. What are we going to do? What am I going to do with my day? We have a lot less to do than we did. Normally, I'd be like, oh, yeah. I don't even
2: want to talk about what we would be doing right now within like an hour it would be starting guys. I'm sorry oh I had to say goodness. that. I'm trying I wanted to end this on an upswing and then I just had that dawning that NCAs would be starting right freaking now. We thank you guys so much for listening. We're not done though. we we may be getting up out of these chairs, but the programming doesn't stop, the show doesn't stop. Mark Bader's coming on. We have a the between now and Mark Bader, we've got the story of Joe Russell. He's a coach at, at USA Wrestling now. Amazing story. This guy had a, a horrible, horrible accident injury. This guy was gonna on the path to be a, a, an all-time legendary college wrestler and had a crazy story of, of overcoming adversity. Please watch that. That'll take up a couple minutes of your time. Then our man Mark Bader, who just walked in, is going to have a host of guests. That, uh, Bono,
0: Colin Moore, Andy Peterson, and then uh, Friday, Chael Sonnen. I, no, uh, I don't know who that is. Mark Perry plenty more so rich 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 bender
2: holy cow what's Uh, up mark bader yes he can't hear you but i will relay the message ben Askren. uh he said what's up bader hey
1: ask him if he drove his short bus to the uh, he wants to know if you drove the short bus okay (laughs) (laughs) to the studio all right Ah!
2: ben's laughing (laughs) we're having fun we ended on the upswing thanks so much for listening we'll see you next time have a good weekend stay safe y'all are the best
0: see ya